Welcome to the Stupid Podcast. Hello, everybody. This is Josh Levine coming to you from the Sleepest Podcast. I got my co-host, Vlad, with me today, and we're going to kick it old school style. I don't know what that means, but that's how we're going to do it anyway. So I got a question for you before we start. What do you think about changing the name of the Sleepest Podcast? Can we change the topic, too? <laughs> no. <laughs> Not until we fix our sleep. Oh, okay. Well, but actually, congratulations. We made it to 10 episodes. Uh, we didn't know if we'd 10? be able to... This is episode 10, sir. I, I, I have to be fair. You made it to 10 episodes. Well, every little bit counts, Josh, and I appreciate the contribution. No problem. I'm your part-time host. So if we were to rename the show, what, how do you feel about the Sleep Hacker podcast? No. No? No. Why do you want to rename it? I like the Sleepist. What about Discover Sleep? No. We already went through all these names. Why are, why are we rehashing this? I don't know. I, fi- I figured 10 episodes. We're not that far Did in. Do you have nothing left rename. to talk about? No, no. We're just, we're just starting the process, Josh. There's so many more guests coming up, so much more great information, including in this episode. We're just scratching the pillow. <laughs> Speaking of pillow, I purchased a new mattress. Uh, you did? Yeah, I had it for about a week now. Oh, wow. Yeah, and I'd say I think I'm getting better sleep. Although which, there one, were, there which one did you settle on? There were a factors playing into it. Uh, so I got the Wink Bed. It's mm. W-I-N-K-B-E-D. Um, and the reason why I went for it, I didn't want to get a... Uh, memory foam mattress because from what I've heard over time they start to sag in the middle and uh, I sleep on my stomach so I, I like the bed to be fairly firm so this was sort of a hybrid with springs and a little memory foam stuff going on and um, so I like it it's I think it's it's per- the right firmness for me I think for my wife it's a little bit too firm so she wants a mattress topper uh, but I think we've both been sleeping pretty good on it I've definitely been waking up without a backache, which which is a great plus. That's the main reason why I switched to bed. So far, so, far, so good. Uh, I also added a uh, Dyson air filter slash cool heat device and a uh, humidifier. And I think both have helped contribute to the better sleep. Uh, with, the, with the air filter... I mean, I don't have any science to back this up. I, I didn't do any measurements, but definitely waking up with feeling less congested. Uh, usually in the past when I wake up, I feel like my nose is, is a little congested and, and stuffed. And since I've gotten a filter, I would say that has gone down pretty dramatically when I wake up. And since I've gotten a humidifier, I would say that I'm not no longer waking up with extremely dry mouth, so it seems to be benefiting as well. So this three-pronged approach that I've taken seems to have given me better sleep. I think I'm sleeping a little more consistently, and I guess my sleep quality is better, although I haven't measured it. Hmm. What do you think about the, you got the Dyson um, filter, correct? Yes, the Dyson hot cool filter. Right. I didn't get the cool link uh, like you because you're fancy. The cool link being the, the Wi-Fi link where you can remotely connect to it. Right. So I think the only thing that 
I missed from not having that is the ability to set a to set a schedule for it to turn on and off. Well, let me ask you this. Now that you've had some time to play with it, have you had any issues with it not turning on or turning off on its own? So I have not had any issues with it not turning on or turning off. I actually got two of them, one for my son's bedroom, and his is not oscillating when the heat is on. Um, mm-hmm. The other one I've had no problems. I'm actually going to reach out to Dyson about his. Maybe I can get a cool link out of it. But mm-hmm. uh, otherwise, no, I've had no issues. The one thing, I think the one thing that I would like for them to fix. So I discovered that if you set the sleep timer, uh, the light will go off, which is great because, you know, the light can be just, dis- disturbing for your sleep yep so if you set the sleep timer the light goes off after five seconds which is great however the sleep timer only goes up to nine hours which is fine for me uh except for my wife who goes to sleep a little bit later and so it comes back on while she's still sleeping so i've noticed that she's covered the light a couple times in the morning um Mm -hmm. she hasn't said anything to me but i just noticed that yeah, I actually had a similar issue. Uh, I initially had the Dyson in the bedroom, and I also have a molecule, and I was going to flip them and put the molecule in the, li- in the living room and the Dyson in the bedroom. But for some reason, on the very first night, the light came back on, even though I had it set to sleep in night mode. And my girlfriend came in, and she was not a happy camper, and that was the last night that I had a Dyson in the bedroom. And then, take that Miles on the podcast? No, 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 just keep going. Oh, we're gonna keep it. We're gonna keep this. Yeah. As he, he takes Let's down add my, some color. He's, he's pulling down my soundproofing right now, uh, which is, to be clear, uh, three pillows pyramided <laughs> over my microphone, uh, which are no longer pyramid pyramided over my microphone because he is going to build a pillow boat. This makes for riveting audio, by the way. The stuff he does is quite entertaining, especially when you can't see it. <laughs> yes. It, it leaves it to the imagination. So so if you had to rate the Dyson, and you've had it for, what, maybe two weeks now? Yeah, I'd say about two weeks. And you think it's qualitatively, even if you can't objectively measure it, subjectively it's improved your sleep? Yeah, I mean, I think it's it's definitely noticeable. It's not, I would say, it's been long enough to say that it's not in my mind, mm-hmm. that it's it's a real and true benefit. I think the only thing that I can't really say because I haven't used any other air filters, I can't say how good good it stands against other air filters. So to the question of is is it worth, uh, I think, the $300 I spent on it, I still think so because, one, it works. Also, it comes with a heating function, uh, and it comes as a regular fan. So that's three devices in one, which if I had purchased separately, even cheap devices, it still would have came out to about 300 so I feel pretty pretty good about the purchase. So you feel like you got a value deal here? Yeah, I think so. I've been playing with the Dyson too, and my only concern is that when I leave it on auto mode, it seems to go to sleep after a while. And, and by and, auto mode, what do you mean? You set the temperature? No, 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 no. I'll set it to like, I don't know if that's a function that you have built into yours, but I can set it to just be on auto, like full autopilot, so that it detects the air quality. Oh, for the filter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's I don't have I don't have any of that fancy business. 
You don't have it? Hold on a minute. No, that would cost me an extra $150. Well, if it's not working that great... I can use the remote control, so I'm good. Yeah, there's an auto mode. You don't have it built into your remote? No. I can set the temperature for the heat, uh, but there's no auto mode for the filter. But I did also get a free extra filter with my purchase. Like a mini? Or full size? Not an air filter. Right? Like the filter that you put inside. Oh, very nice. Yeah, they gave me an extra. Cool. So you would recommend it. Personally, I didn't I wasn't planning on doing a side by side comparison. I think the Dyson has been really good. It's it's certainly satisfying and in the morning I love to use it when I'm freezing cold in the apartment and uh having the heat on is it, to your point is a great added benefit. Yeah, I think However, the, the one ahead. thing I would have got wanted to get the link and tell me even if it can do this, but the mm-hmm. the one thing that I do miss is I don't want to put heat on when I go to sleep. So I put it on regular fan when I go to sleep. And right. I use the remote for this, so it's not a big deal. But I would like at like 3 in the morning, let's say, or 4 in the morning, that it automatically switches to heat. So I have it set to do that at about 6.30 in the morning so that when I wake up and it's already heating the area, because I like to meditate as soon as I get out of bed. Yeah. It's very cold. So uh, I like to have it set there. For some reason, I've had some stability issues. I don't know if it's specifically my Dyson or not, but I've had some stability issues with the with it either not being on or turning off, not according to the schedule. For some reason, it seems to be turning off at 7.20 a.m., and I'm looking at the schedule. I have it set to turn the heat off at 7.35 a.m. So I don't know. It's been consistently doing that, so maybe I have to delete the whole schedule and, and restart it. But there's something that's causing that uh, clash between what I'm programming it to do and what it seems to want to do on its own. So overall, great filter. It seems to do exactly what you expected. But the flip side is I've been having some issues with the uh, the scheduling. All right. Um, and then just on the third device I got was, uh, I believe, a Levoit, I believe it's pronounced, L-E-V-O-I-T, humidifier. I'm not sure which model. I don't have it in front of me, but it's it's a square-shaped model. Um, and... I like it. Again, I haven't compared it against other humidifiers, but a uh, few features that I like that I'm sure are not in your average humidifier. Uh, one, it has two spouts on top, so you can directionally point the steam in two different directions. Uh, and the other feature, similar to the Dyson, is you can turn off the light, so it will run without the lights on while you sleep. And I definitely notice a difference waking up. Uh, I don't have dry mouth. Uh, and I feel like I'm not waking up as much in the middle of the night, which I'm not sure if that's the bed or the humidifier or what. But the combination of the three definitely is doing its job. Um, so you're saying that there's no light? It doesn't emit any LEDs at all? Well, it does until you turn off the light. So if you hold your finger on the auto button... So another feature I didn't mention, which... It doesn't really mean much to me because I don't use it that much, but you can actually set it on auto and set the humidity level that you want, and then it'll run to that humidity level and cut off if it goes over. Uh, So I set it up to 50%, and then I hold on to the auto button, kills the lights, and then there's no light emitting from the device. Okay. Because the the humidifier... 
the humidifier that I've been using has, I've taped the light, I've done everything I can to suppress the light, and still when it's like really dark, you could see the light still coming through. So I, I, send me the link. I'll add it, first of all, to the show notes, but also I'm just curious, uh, what was yeah, the cost that, on that? I think it was a little bit over $100, maybe $120. Oh, so it's like a nice filter. And it auto-turns off once it runs out of water? Yes. Excellent. It sounds like a good product. So you have a pretty good sleep stack going there. What is it? It's a plane. Oh, my son found a plane in his bag. Somebody mysteriously put a plane in his bag. Wow. Breaking what is, news. What is Miles' number one sleep tip? Miles, come here. Can you tell us your number one sleep tip? Number one sleep tip. What is it? How do you go to sleep? Do you do you sleep well? Uh-huh. Yeah? What are your what are your secrets to sleeping? We sleep on my bed. Yeah? Duh. Do you read a book before you go to sleep? Yeah. What's your favorite book to read? Scary Undies. Scary Undies? Uh-huh. That's your new book. We just got that one. Uh-huh. Say hello, world. Hello, hey, Miles. world. Miles, so Scary Undies is your recommendation of the week? The book is actually called Creepy Underwear, but mm. Scary Undies is its lesser-known name. It's a little bit it's of a, a creepy book title. for Creepy Carrots. All right, Josh, back to business. What what did you spend total on the bed? The Was it like 1500 bucks all in? Yeah, about uh, 1500 I actually got $200 off the mattress. Uh, I got the mattress only. I purchased a bed frame on Amazon for, for 120 bucks. I got some sheets from Brooklinen. Can you I got some sheets from Brooklinen for probably mm-hmm. uh, 180 and then, uh, yeah, so all in, I'd say about 1500 Small price to pay for a better night's rest, right? That's what I'm telling you. Every night you spend a third of your life in that bed, you should spend money on it. So how's your sleep been overall? Significantly better? Or are you still waking up in the middle of the night? Uh, I still wake up very early, but I'm not waking up in the middle of the night as much. So mm-hmm. I'd say I wake up around between 3 and 4. And then the only thing, because I don't use a clock because I don't want the light, I never really know what time it is. Mm-hmm. So I don't, I'm never sure if I'm going to get out of bed or if I should try to sleep a little longer. But I'd say on average, I probably get out of bed around 4, 4.30. But I, I feel pretty good. I'm not, not so tired. So I think it's definitely an improvement. And mind you, I'm the- not really, I mean, I'm... Following a sleep ritual to an extent that I'm, you know, I don't bring my phone to bed and I try not to use my phone as much at night. Uh, but I'm, I haven't been as strict with my sleep ritual, and I'd say I'd still seen a benefit. Have you thought about doing a follow-up sleep study, or you just don't have the capacity right now? No, I would like to. I just haven't gotten around to it. Well, when you do it, you got to bring the mic with you. We have to get that uh, that mic experience on audio. I mean, I'll have every other wire attached to me, so why not? <laughs> So what does this sound like, Josh? A rattle. That is the sound of hemp oil in a supplement form. Is that is CBD the, in it? Yes, that is the Thorn Hemp Oil Plus, which is a dietary CBD supplement. That's one of the things that I've been messing with in my own uh, sleep stack right now. So uh, what I'm going to go over is the three supplements that I've been taking lately. Now, the back... Hold on. What's, 
before you jump in, I just have a question on the the CBD supplement because I yes. was reading into this and I heard uh, from one of your favorite podcast hosts, uh, Ben Greenfield, <laughs> that the bioavailability of of CBD in these is very low. It's very poor, yes. And he recommended. Uh, he actually made some recommendations on what he, he said other than vaping. He he recommended uh, that it, it comes in a supplement with some curcumin, which is the ingredient of turmeric. And somehow that increases the bioavailability. Well, actually, I don't think uh, turmeric is the thing that would help increase bioavailability because turmeric in and of itself is not the most bioavailable um, curcumin supplement. Well, what I have is, and I don't know if Greenfield recommends it, but he definitely loves this supplement company. This is one of the higher-end CBD supplements. It's made by Thorne, and it How contains... How much was that bad, boy? I want to say about 78 bucks oh, for a one-month supply. And what's nice about it is it does contain a proprietary blend that helps, uh, in addition to the hemp, the hemp extract that helps, it's supposed to help with bioavailability, the number one ingredient is black pepper extract, hops extract, rosemary extract, and clove extract. I know that black pepper extract tends to be something that people add to um, to curcumin, actually, to help with the bioavailability so that it helps cross that blood-brain barrier. So this is, uh, again, the Thorn Hemp Oil Plus. There is a, um, how many supply, 30-day supply in here. It's 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 pretty pricey. And so I've been taking that for, I want to say, about two and a half to three weeks now. And I stacked it with GABA, which is naturally a neurotransmitter in your brain. And it's also a relaxing neurotransmitter. And theoretically, it's one of the things that helps to induce slow-wave sleep, which is that deep sleep that I'm really dreaming about getting more of. And then I'm stacking the GABA with glyceme which is also supposed to help promote restful, deep sleep. Now, the reason I did GABA and glycine was a deep dive after that interview that I had with Dr. Dr. Gina Poe. And one of the questions I had for her was, how do I improve slow-wave sleep? And then in the show notes, I found one article about slow-wave sleep, and it just led to this deep dive of GABA and glycine. And I've been stacking them. And I'll tell you, Actually, my deep sleep having, has improved dramatically in, in the week or so that I've been taking the two together. And then combining with uh, the thorn hemp oil, it's, it seems to be doing the trick. For me, the thing I'm, I'm trying to avoid doing is take melatonin. It impacts your body in a negative way. Uh, if you take too much melatonin, it starts to suppress your own endogenous internal melatonin production. So I'm trying to find other ways to get into a deeper sleep. And combined with the good old blue blockers and and having a, a good schedule, I think that's worked well for me. And and for those of you with that don't have an SAT vocabulary, endogenous means that it's created in your body. I wouldn't say that's an SAT vocabulary. More of a, a GRE, actually. I almost said GED. <laughs> <laughs> what I'm finding is that the GABA is great, but I'm also I need to do a little more research on that because I'm concerned that, again, going to the endogenous production, I wonder if In taking too much GABA is going to mess up with what my brain is doing on its own. Probably. There's also, yeah, but, there's also the I question mean, of... You might want things to mess with what your brain's doing on its own. I mean, you've known me for a long time, Josh. You don't you want not? to leave that alone. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> 
Well, I think the hemp oil is taking care of that as well. Do you feel relaxed? Overall, I felt very relaxed. The the biggest thing, the 99%. What what does Miles have? Gummies? He has two gummies. Are they CBD gummies? They're THC gummies. (laughs) And he wants more. You can have this one. Um, all right, Josh. All right, let's wrap it so, up. Let's wrap yeah. it up. Those are those are my three items of the week. It's just the supplement stack that I'm messing with right now. Um, and then yours are the bed, the purifier, that and and the uh, humidifier, which I'm actually very curious about. So I'm going to look into that and probably order one myself because I'm looking for a new humidifier. So thanks for joining, Josh. This is episode ten. We said this will be a success if we make it to ten episodes, and damn it, we did it. Congratulations, sir. Congratulations to you. You are actually the man that carried this across the finish line. So we'll be back next week, next Wednesday. This is the Sleepist and potentially soon-to-be renamed podcast. Nope, nope. (laughs) I am your co-host, Vlad, joined by our favorite guest (laughs) at this point, Josh. Thank you for joining, and then we will be in touch soon. Thank you. Get some sleep. That's right. Success is a good night's rest. Thank you for listening to the Sleepist Podcast, our URL is sleep.ist. My name is Vlad. My personal blog is vladit.com. If you have any questions, please visit us at the Sleepist website. Drop us a line, ask your sleep question, and remember, we are not doctors, we don't play them on TV, and anything you hear on this program should first be checked with your personal doctor. 